welcome to These Amazing Places podcast. This is show number 200 for the week of February 20th, 2012. Welcome, everybody. Um, so, as if you are an avid listener, you know that we are on show 200. There you go. It's a great announcement. We're, we're having a great time doing shows, and here we are, a great landmark. Um, came down to the show, and we realized... Well, first off, Doug's pretty sick. Um, We've got a ton of stuff going on in our lives right now. So we weren't able to dedicate some video or do any live streaming like we thought we might. Um, But we did decide to sit down and just do a show to talk about why we do what we do. And that's what this week's show is really all about. Uh, So I am your host, Adam. I'll be here in and out throughout the show, just like I am almost all the weeks. Uh, Doug will be on a little later, as well as Roy. Uh, and I actually sat down with both of them. Well, Doug was over Skype, but uh, Roy was, I sat down with him and we had an interview and we talked it out and uh, we just said, hey, Roy, why do you do what you, why do you book travel? And he does it part-time. You'll hear a little bit about that. And in reality, this is just a little bit of personal experience of what we do and sharing it with you guys. Um, I will tell you, I am putting together a little clip uh, to play at the end with some audio stuff. Uh, But I'll say more about that when we get to the end of the show. So enjoy this interview with Roy. Uh, If you have any questions or want to do anything to correspond with us, you can go to our website, theseamazingplaces.com. All the info's out there. You can email us, podcast at theseamazingplaces.com. And uh, I'll give some more info at the end of the show. So, all right. So I hope you enjoy. Thanks. everybody so here we are uh, uh, as you heard in the intro I'm gonna be doing a couple sessions here uh, one with Doug and one with Roy and this one's with Roy so Greetings. welcome welcome Roy to the show glad to be here yeah so uh, one of our main points uh, with Roy more specifically as you guys know that he books travel and he can help you out if you are interested in a vacation not only that uh, he's also here just to give you some tips and pointers and helpful hints especially in regard to Disney and anything, uh, if you have any questions about Disney. And so, I guess I'll just ask, uh, maybe I'll just ask you some questions, Roy, unless you want to pipe in with anything generic. Um, but my first question I'm is, all about generic. Okay. <laughs> my first question is, uh, okay, why, why did you get into travel booking? I know it's part-time, it's not your full-time job, but what's the main reason why you got into your travel booking and everything? Well, what really led me to doing this was our many years of going down to Disney and and the passion that we've kind of developed as a family for a Disney vacation, the the time it allows us as a family to really bond and it might sound kind of corny but it's true that uh, we're able to just focus on each other and, and be together and it goes back to Walt's statement why he even opened Disneyland was you know there ought to be an enterprise where families can you know play together. And so that's what our time down there has always been, was was doing things together and having just a blast. So it also factored in that I spent 25 years in the funeral business and arranging funerals and helping people at a very sad time in their life. And so this gives me a chance to help plan something that's fun and that they're looking forward to. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds crazy, but it's true. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Cool, awesome. And um, I know... And I kind of wanted to throw in some personal things on this show. That's why we kind of wanted to talk about it. And I remember, uh, was it our, maybe it was the first time Jamie and I went down and you guys went with us. And actually, uh-huh. we planned it separately, but we planned to go together. And we just were sitting at the beach club and we were talking about, well, you know, why why is it fun to go to Disney World? And it's like, well, yeah, it's a fun, attractive place, but it's also fun to be with family and to experience family trips like that. Exactly. And, um, sure, yeah, you could do it in your living room for Christmas, you know, things like that. But at the same time, it's fun to also do other things with family, take small trips here and there, take vacations and stuff like that. So, and totally understand the funeral home stuff. I mean, um, yeah, funeral is definitely an extreme <laughs> difference between uh, planning vacations. 
but it sort of has the same feel when it comes to customer service and helping somebody out. You gotta right. You know. I mean, you're 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 planning an event, a major event. It's, it's kind of like planning a wedding, and so the whole planning aspect of of this comes into play when I'm helping a family or a couple plan a trip to Disney World. Yeah, and it gives you an idea and helps you tune into what what needs to be done. Uh, the details are are critical, and so if you're kind of detail oriented, which which I tend to be. Uh, it's very, very helpful and beneficial. Yeah. Um, so I don't know how much I'll say more about this on the show, but uh, um, Doug alluded to it last week. Uh, my life's been a little crazy lately since we have a little one now in the home living with us, and, and Doug also has a little one living in the home with us. But I talked to somebody, and now my perspective on Disney vacations is a little different. I talked to actually Cheryl. Bob and Cheryl, you guys probably know. Uh, Bob listens to the show a lot. Bob and Cheryl were down there one time when we were down there, and I, I don't know if you've met them yet. Uh, no, but I remember you talking about them being there at the same time. Yeah, they're DVC members, so it, it worked out. But I asked Cheryl, this is point blank, I'm like, well, it looks like it's going to be a while before we go back on a Disney trip. And she goes, well, what do you mean? And I'm like, well, you know, it's here we have, uh, it's, she's a 21, 22-month-old and living with us. And I'm like, well, I kind of want to wait until she's old enough to remember the parks and all this stuff. And we got nap time, and we got to go to bed early, and all that stuff. And she goes, "Well, let me give you a tip: bring the grandparents with you and go." Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Oh, oh. <laughs> I'm already like, okay, well, when can we do this, and when can we plan?" Because I, I already talked to my parents about taking a family trip, like a grandparents, you know, uh-huh. parents trip or whatever. And so I don't know. What do you have to say about that in terms of planning a vacation? I know you guys took Alex when he was six months old. Yeah, we went know. down when he was six months. It was a it was a business trip, you know wink wink um <laughs> but there are things that he doesn't remember about that but we remember the experience and how he interacted with the characters and how how the trip went and yeah you, we didn't have grandparents with us to you know watch him during nap time but even if you don't have the grandparents going it's still an enjoyable trip your child probably won't remember it but you'll remember you'll have the memories okay as well but yeah if you can if you can get the grandparents to go with you and if they're willing to kind of step up and partner with you and, and, and help out so you and your spouse can slip away and have some time together too, then, then all the better. And then they can have some of those memories I just spoke of with, with the grandchild. Right. You know, that the child may not remember, but there's still reactions, there's still, you know, the big smiles when they see a character or a princess or fireworks or whatever it may be or a ride. Yeah. Uh, that, that are etched <laughs> in our minds as parents and grandparents. Yeah, okay. Okay, and and I guess everybody has their own ideas of how often you want to go and when you want to make big trips and all this stuff. And obviously, finances has something to do with it. Um, but from my perspective, I definitely want to take a trip at least three, four, five years. You know, every once in a while, especially as they get older, because I want them to be able to have the experience of just oh, that one time we went to Disney World and I don't remember much. You know, I want it to be more like. Oh well, remember you know when you were young, you you know six, seven, eight, you had this experience, and then they're eight, nine, ten, you know, or whatever, and mm-hmm. and then obviously siblings, as siblings come along, ages, you'll have to sparse, you know, the young ones may not remember as much the first trip, but as they get older, they'll experience what the older ones have experienced and all that kind of stuff, and so yeah, I mean, there, there, you can you can look at that about anything is if, if you go, and we did this when we joined EVC, we were going every year and sometimes twice a year. And on occasion, even three times a year, even if it's just for a little four-day weekend or something. And so you have a lot of trips, and they all kind of run together, but they're still great experiences. Or if you have them spaced out, uh, they're more defined and more, they, they stand alone more, and those memories are a little more clear-cut than others because you've grown, the, ch- the children have grown in age, and those memories are a little more segregated, I guess, than if you go real frequently. And it's just kind of, it's a great experience, but they all kind of run together to okay. some degree. Yeah, that makes you know. sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's kind of what was our our kids' experience for the last up until a few years ago. Was and you know our kids are twenty seven and twenty. You know we had a lot of frequent trips there, and so we can't sit there and look at a picture and say, "Oh, that was the trip where we did this or this happened." It's like oh, that was this year, and remember that we went three times that year, and that was a you know that was a great year because we loved it. Even and, and amazingly enough, is you go that many times in one year and there's still new stuff when you go back oh you know because they may yeah. be working on something or or something was shut down when you were there before and you come back and it's opened 
uh, and so, and this year you're gonna you could do that, and with Fantasyland opening up and some of the changes they're making, you know, elsewhere, uh, you could go now and then go later in the year and and have some very new experiences. Uh huh. So, cool. Never never deterred us from going as much as we could. But yeah. Again, finances are always a big part of that. Yeah, sure. I also realized, and maybe this is what happens when you plan a trip to one place like Disney World more than once. You learn as you go what fits your family. Right. And and obviously as your kids develop and grow, you kind of have to change that. And I realized this last, well, the last couple trips when we were going, we were spending our, like, 2 a.m. rush hours to get to Magic Kingdom Mm -hmm. to do the extra Magic hours and running around. And I realized that when kids come, which they're here now, it's like, well... If we go, I can't necessarily do that with them, right. you know, even though families do that. And I understand the families that have to because you're just you're there once and maybe they're not there every four or five years. Like I want to go they're there 10, 15. Right. Or maybe the only trip, the only tra- yeah. trip. But but my my whole idea is the next trip we go, I want to go at least seven, preferably 10 days. Mm-hmm. So we don't have to rush. We can take mm-hmm. our time. If we need to take an afternoon off to do nap time, to do swimming pools, to do a water park, we can. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like that. It's It makes what Disney World is home and so much to do, it makes it more relaxing. You know? Right, and that that's one thing that we really enjoyed as DVC members and knowing that we were going to come back is... If we ran out of time, because often we would, if if we were going down for a four-day weekend, you don't have all the time that you might want, and it was always no problem. We'll we'll do that next time because we knew we were going to come back, mm-hmm. Lord willing. Um, but that that's a great a great spot to be in when you're vacationing is if if you are able to go every year or every couple of years to know that yeah, we, I really wish we could have done this thing, but we'll do it next time. You know, we'll make that yeah. party next time. So, yeah. And that and that's again adds to the excitement of going and of planning a trip and there always being something new to do. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, and I'm I might be springing this on you. I have another kind of going a different direction. Um, from your standpoint, as you are there, the travel agent now helping others. I know when my sister and that group went. Um, uh, Maybe kind of explain a little bit about what you did to help them during their first their I know you booked it, you got all their reservations set. That's something kind of standard that maybe a Disney travel agent might do if you called up Disney. But I in my opinion you kinda of went above and beyond a little more than that and helped them out in other ways. Mm-hmm. Even like three days before their trip or even like three days into their trip. They're there and they're working on trying to get things. Um maybe explain to everybody kinda of what you like to do to help anybody who's booked with your help. help yeah, well, one, one of the things that I told your sister was, you know, call me if you're down there and you need anything. And uh, I can't remember all the details of, of the, like, the last-minute changes we made. I know they were meeting up with some friends that weren't part of their group for dinner, and we had to tweak those reservations, I think, while they were there. Um, and then even they were going to be late for the first meal, so she ca- sent me a text, and I was able to call down and kind of reassure her that it's okay. Uh, it was going to work out, and then uh, I, at one point in time, she I think she asked about a wait time somewhere, or I, I may have even advised her, say, hey, well, about Toy Story Mania, I know we had a couple back and forth about that, and, okay. and uh, if I would have been there, I would have slapped her hand because she didn't take my advice oh. <laughs> about, about getting getting their fast passes or getting in line as soon as they get there, uh-huh. and we're like, well, we're on the other side of the park, we're going to hang out here for a while. And I'm thinking to myself, well, you're probably going to miss out. And I don't, I think they wrote it, but I think they had to wait in line for a long time. Okay. I forget all the details. But just having the the availability to, to contact me and I could, even though I was working, I was able to carve out a, a minute to either send her a text, look look up a wait time, make a quick call or check something out uh, and, and, and get back with her. I know there's another client that went down last year. There was one point in time they were at the park and it was raining or about to rain or something and she was she sent me a text and asked me to check the weather to see how how long the rain was going to last so oh. they decided they were going to stay or they were going to leave the park. And uh-huh. I remember you know looking at my app and looking at the website saying oh you should be okay it should be shouldn't be a very long storm and you know just that personalized service and just being available is is what I what I like what I like to do and. And again, this is a part-time thing for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't have hundreds of clients, and so I can I can give that time. So, 
That, that was fun to do, especially for your sister. And, and they had yeah. a big group. They were there a long, a long time. Had a lot of little issues here and there that I was trying to help them with. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, yeah, I enjoyed being available. Yeah. Okay. Cool. And I know they appreciated it. And the other thing being that they had... I know they could have contacted you a lot more had nine, I not been in the loop, but the fact that mm-hmm. I was in the loop, obviously, it's my sister, mm-hmm. so we're talking back and forth a bunch, um, but uh, I helped her with some pointers as well. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I could see that, and I know that you, your mission also, too, is that you don't want to make this a full-time thing where you have so many clients that you can't make that personal experience for them, and unless right. you feel somewhere along the line in the future that this is your full-time thing. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. last I remember we talked, you were kind of like, well, this is part-time for fun and stuff like that. Yeah, so. yeah, I mean, you you got you to gotta do a lot, of, a lot of business to make a living at this, and so, and with any business, whatever you're doing, there's, there's some point in time where, or some quantity of, of clients that you can handle yourself and handle it well and, and still provide a, a great deal of high-level service. some point in time, you'll reach a, a critical number where you're going to either have to have help or the service level diminishes, and that's what I don't want to have happen. And I have, I've got a lot of room to grow where I can still deliver a lot of, lot of first-class service, so that's not an issue, but I do this because I really enjoy it, and uh, I don't I don't get into really doing travel to Europe or Mexico, or I'm, although I can, but that my focus is on Disney vacations. Do do Universal as well, but my expertise is with Disney. My passion is for Disney Disney travel, and and so I really enjoy what I'm doing in that regard. Okay. Cool. Um, yeah. So just to recap, we kind of wanted to revisit that and uh, let everybody know. Obviously, I I mean. Because it is not your full-time and you're not making a living just doing the travel, I appreciate the fact that you wanna, you'll want to come onto the show also to give pointers to anybody even if they just booked it with Disney by themselves. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I know that Doug's mentioned this before. You've been down there a lot more times than we have, and mm-hmm. so you can add in some more flair to the, to the conversations. And we can also... So I, I, I guess I say this to our listeners to offer to anybody, if you have booked with Disney or you're booking with Disney or you have other special deals maybe that you're doing or whatever you're doing, we're not here to sell this to you. We're here to also offer, hey, if you are a listener and you want to reach out to us, by all means, Roy's available. He'll, we'll put him in contact with you. And uh, depending on the situation and the timing and all the stuff that's going on in our lives, we'll, we'll hook it up. And then you can, then you can probably look up on, well, yeah, you have access to all that stuff anyway. Right. Regardless right. if someone books with you or not, you can still look up wait times and all and crowd control stuff, right? Yeah. All right. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and one of the things that, and again, we're not, this is not a sales pitch and I've never been a big salesperson, but, um, you know, if, if you book direct with Disney, you can, you can transfer your reservation to, to MEI, Mouse Fan Travel, and then I can be your agent of record. Um, but like Adam said, I have no trouble, uh, offering advice or some tips, uh, for somebody who's booked direct with Disney. That's not a big deal. And again, this is not, you know, putting food on my table or keeping food from my table if I don't get a sale. But, uh, I, again, do it because I love to do it. love to help people and love to help people make, uh, have, have a great vacation. So that's, that's the most important thing to me. Yeah. Um, of course, it's always fun to make a few bucks on the side, and, but, uh, it's not a big money maker. But again, you can always transfer your reservation if you've booked direct with Disney. If you booked with another agent, no. But uh, okay. and that's where you should be reaching out to anyway. Um, is as an agent if you book direct with another agency out there, and there's lots of them out there. Okay. Um, but if you book direct with with Disney or the cruise line, uh, they have no trouble with you transferring to an agency. Okay. Yeah, that's stuff I didn't know either. Yeah. And. So well, I assume even if you call up Disney and it may be someone who's a person that books it, that is not an agent. It's just someone who works for the Disney directly. And right, and they're, and they're they, order takers. They're, they're not going to offer a whole okay. lot of advice. You can't call them mid-trip and say, hey, okay. what's the wait time? Of <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or, or can you change my reserve? You know, you're going to have to call Disney Dining and do all that. And that's the thing that I did, like for your sister, was you know, I called Disney Dining on, on her behalf hey, I've got a client down there now. They've got a situation. What can we do? And so we work through it. Uh, that won't happen if you book with Disney Direct. Okay. They're, they're not going to really do much after the sale. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. And that, that I understand that and stuff. So, okay. Cool. Uh, is there anything else that you wanted to add into the conversation? Or do you have any questions? that? No, I, I you know, I, I love being a part of this. And, you know, we're, we're, we're geeks, but we're... 
Um, <laughs> and we, we really enjoy Disney and, and Universal and traveling and family and, and uh, traveling with our family to those places, uh, Disney especially. And it's fun to be a part of a podcast with a couple guys who have the same kind of passion. And yeah. We're having fun doing this. Um, we hope that the information that we, we put out there is somewhat relevant and helpful. I mean, there's so many sites out there that, that you can get information on Disney. And we understand that, but uh, we hope that uh, our our genuineness for for the product and for the destinations, you know, comes through in, in, in our conversations with each other and, and on the podcast. And so that, I, I love being a part of what you guys are doing. Yeah, well, I commend you for uh, all these shows you've put together. Two hundred shows. Yeah, oh my monumental gosh. task, and uh, <laughs> uh, it, it gets more challenging as the family grows. And, mm-hmm. So. More power to you. Okay. Well, thanks. <laughs> I know you're here for moral support, especially as off mic. I talk to you about all the stuff that's going on in my life. But yeah, yeah, we we appreciate you being a part of the show. And I know you weren't here at the beginning, but um, yeah, I know that we've used you. Actually, I feel like we've used you for a lot of things, especially early on, to get some information mm-hmm. about stuff because you knew a lot more before I even. I'd been there only a couple times, as many listeners might know. Only twice from marching band, high school marching right. band, and that's just like me with high school stuff. And so I'm here with my friends doing whatever. And then I realized when we went our first time again, how much well, first how much more there is to offer, mm-hmm. and then but everything else that that has been new since the time I've been there. And, and well, anyway, yeah, yeah. I, I look back and and our trips down with you guys and all the DVC resorts that we got to stay at together. Oh, you know, yeah, changing midstream and then Hilton Head and uh, Animal Kingdom and uh-huh. Beach Club. Saratoga. Yeah. Yeah, so that's been fun. Yeah. It's always fun to share share the magic. <laughs> <laughs> Break into song. <laughs> or whatever. So, all right. Well, cool. Uh, so with that, uh, we're going to take a break here, and then I'll be back on with Doug in just a bit. See ya. everybody all right so here we are now um i'm sitting here of course in the studio and doug's on skype and here we go we have a conversation to talk about with doug and it was great to hear from roy great to hear his visions and thoughts of why he got into what he did with travel agents and uh yeah roy will probably listen to this later but yeah roy thanks for taking the time to be with us on this show we really appreciate all that you do for us and all that you do for our listeners our friends and anybody else that you help us give disney tips to so all right doug so you're on live let's just okay. shoot off the cuff or whatever yeah yeah let's just do this basically i just adam and i had talked about many things of what we kind of wanted to do here with uh show 200 and at first it was going to be you know we were going to try to do video and all that but of course i have the uh, uh virus that's practically ready to kill me here so uh, so we're keeping a distance between each other right <laughs> Seriously. now and trying to get show 200 out there anyway. So anyway, um, we just kind of wanted to restate though, what we're about. And that was kind of, um, that we're really trying to make sure that nobody has to opt out of a, especially in this aspect, the Disney vacation, um, because of, uh, uh, lack of finances, um, Of course, you know, we can't get you there on nothing. But a lot of times if you do have even some semi-reasonable budget, um, we can get you there. We would like to be able to always push the envelope to try to get you there. And so uh, that's kind of why we do what we do through colds and deaths and everything else. (laughs) We continue to make these shows. Truly deaths. I mean, you know, uh, since we started this show, uh, my mom passed away within – how long was that, Adam? Boy, I don't uh, even remember. Yeah, was, it was within the first few months. Yeah. I think we started in March, and my mother passed away in June. Yeah. And so, so yeah, I mean, we've been through the gamut here, and uh, I don't know, you know, if anybody really knows kind of the the passion that we seem to have to do this, but hopefully that uh, describes a little bit of it, that that we really have worked very hard to try to make sure that we're consistent um, like I said, and I think in a couple shows back, there's nothing more disappointing than really enjoying 
um, whatever, whether it's a podcast, your favorite TV show or whatever, only to find out that it's not going to be on that week. Yeah. And so we've tried to never put somebody through that. Um, and that could be, you know, the week that somebody needed the answer from us or needed to hear something from us. And then, you know, we skipped that week out. So right. we've tried to never, never let that happen. Right. Right. It's, uh, it's interesting, uh, because, one of the things that Roy and I were talking uh, off mic, Roy and I were talking about uh, booking for somebody else that was actually uh, somebody that I referred him to. I was like, oh, hey, you guys are going to go down to Florida and look at something. Hey, why don't you give Roy a call? He, he can book some stuff for you. And so Roy's like, well, uh, let me throw this together. He spent quite a bit of time on it, and then he threw it back to them. And they're like, well, we don't really like hotels that much. We're going to kind of do our own thing. Um, it, it was kind of weird situation, but, but what Roy was saying was, well, they ended up spending money on a situation and who knows, they probably end up spending a lot more money dealing with what they had to deal with than actually just having Roy throw together some numbers and then just putting a budget together. So, well, you it- know, a long time ago, I did it that way. I stayed off property. Um, and when I broke it all down later, I found out, wow, I spent a ton more than if I would have even stayed on property for the same accommodations almost. So. Yeah, and it was interesting because um, what they were looking for was something short, temporary, quick, and and not that big a deal. Like they were just like, um, yeah, let's just do this now, and yeah, Roy, thanks for your advice, but we'll do it this way. But but Roy can like find those packages deals and get you cheaper deals, and and obviously Disney has specials that come out that are purposely meant for you to book with them, and it's also a really good deal, and. Those things are the things that I like to look for to find for my vacations, so that I'm not spending the extra money just just because I'm you know I want to. Well, I don't really do a hotel, and I'd rather get a you know whatever a large room or something like that. So, but yeah, yeah, and, a large room that I'll hardly ever be in. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So I mean, yeah, I don't know. I, there's so many things you know we could go into as far as rooms, even. Um, yeah, yeah. So if anyway. Yeah. yeah. I wanted to say that because you were you talking about finances and I'm thinking, oh yeah. Well the value of my vacation, um obviously everybody has their own budget and what they want to go with, but the fact that we aren't rich and we definitely don't do this for money or at least right. actually we pay money to do this. Yeah, we pay money to do this. Yeah. We pay uh, money to put out information so we can try to help other people save money. Yeah. Um, but anyway, but that's the fact that it's like, well, we're kind of honest living people that are working to make a living and doing other things. And we're actually working just to pay off vacations and stuff. And so, um, yeah, we're trying to make the, make the pennies pinch and make it work out. And well, and so it works, it works that way for us. Every time we can find, uh, better options and better deals for somebody else out there, we're actually really kind of our own guinea pigs. We're working it out on ourselves a lot of times. Yeah. So, hence the reason why I bought the annual pass this year. Uh-huh. It really was an experiment to see how much can I really save by having this thing with me. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it wasn't just like, hey, let's splurge and go crazy. It really was a, a true experiment. Uh-huh. And it's interesting you bring that up because it makes me think of the other thing that I talked to Roy about off mic again. Uh, he was talking about a travel agent that booked a thing for him in Washington, D.C., and it ended up being at some real cheap hotel that was really junky. But a travel agent booked that for him, and he was thinking, you know, as a travel agent, I would never put someone through something that I don't know for sure that it's going to be a good deal. And so I realized, wow, our personal experiences on our vacations is what we are giving to anybody who's listening to our show. And the fact that we are experiencing them, it makes it even better because we can tell somebody, hey, we had a great experience here, go there, or we didn't here, don't go there. And Roy is doing the same thing when he's booking vacations for uh, anybody that he's working with. So, Right. Well, you know, I mean, there are a lot, of, uh, a lot of podcasters, a lot of people out there that will always try to... I shouldn't say always, but they'll steer you in the direction... Um, of really expensive vacations to Disney. Yeah. And that's great. I mean, to each his own, but there are a lot of people who can't afford that. And so, um, it's very easy to say, yeah, we, yeah, we can always come up with spas and a million different ways to blow a ton of money, but to get somebody there, a family of four, you know, to get them there, uh, under, let's say $1,700, uh, let's say under 2000, 
for flight and everything, uh, that's a miracle. Oh, and so definitely. if we can work that kind of stuff out, uh, especially for five days or so, that's you know that's a pretty good deal. So we actually get excited every time we see, hey, you know what? They're offering free dining. They're offering this. They're doing that. By the time you package these together, you actually can put together a pretty sweet deal for somebody. Yeah, and I I don't know. Maybe I know we listen to some of the same podcasts, but I too get that impression from. Um, some of the other ones I listen to, they're kind of like, ah, oh, you're already there. You're not going to go back for a couple years. You might as well just spend an extra $500 uh, yeah. to have a nice night on uh, at dinner. And I'm like, are you kidding me? I'm not going to spend $500 just right. for one meal with dinner, you know, or something, right. or well, something crazy. Or you, so You get the ones that talk about, you know, they want to do table service all the time. They want to do expensive places. Well, let me tell you something. I learned this, you know, just on this last trip. You don't do that with a two-year-old. <laughs> no. <Yeah. laughs> so you, you don't. And that's great. That, and I would like to be able to do that again sometime. But we also are trying to speak to the people, you know, that also have the two-year-old. Yeah. Or the people that, you know, it's everything they can do to just get down there and eat. And so when you start throwing only information that is expensive eating – out to them all the time, well, they immediately become discouraged and think we'll never be able to afford to do this. Right. And then, and then we speak about something like Pecos bills and Pecos bills can actually bring, you know, that's a good example of, it can actually bring food within a range that people say, okay, we can afford to eat and survive while we're there. Yeah. And you know, it's funny too. Um, I talked to Roy about this as well. I was thinking, you know, here now, we are getting to the stage. Well, of course, you had kids, and your kids are almost all grown up now, except for now your granddaughter's with you. Yeah. You're kind of getting a rekindling of what it's like to have the little one with you. So our gear on the show tends to shift that direction, especially for me, too, as well, with a little one in my house. So now it's like, okay, we've got little ones now. Let's shift our thinking, and we won't be able to do the things that we talked about maybe at the beginning of our podcast when we were talking about staying all night long and doing things like that. So I I think what's interesting, too, with our shows, hopefully as we continue to go, those will, uh, you know, shape and form what we're doing and hopefully eventually hit all the realm of everyone who is ever going to go there. Uh, I know the beginning, the broad view. Yeah. We talked about adult stuff at the beginning. We talked about teenager stuff. We talked about kids. Now we're going to keep going and fulfill all, all those spots that people can listen to and hear stuff about. So anyway, well, and the main thing is, is I really do feel very driven all the time to try to find cheaper ways for people what is a, a, a less expensive way for people to do as much or more while they're there? So if they say, yeah, I spent if, – if they say I went five years ago and I spent $2,500 on that trip and I would be willing to spend the $2,500 again now, I would love to be able to say, you know what? I'm going to get you more on this trip for $2,500 than what you got on your trip five years ago for the same 2500 bucks." Yeah, that's and, true. And it's, it's possible. It's very possible. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So, and so that's the stuff that charges me up. Um, at the mm-hmm. same time, you know, when I'm saying that to somebody, I'm thinking, you know, it works for me also. If I can work it out and make it work for you, then I can use the same model for myself and save money for myself. So, yeah. Um, something else I want to bring up. I don't know what direction you want to go with this, Doug, but I was thinking also about um, how we've covered. I know it's been miscellaneous amongst Disney Universal and then these random places that we kind of cover all over the place. Um, I'm thinking about um, sort of like the the out-of-the-way places that we've covered in the past where you can find some really unique places to visit and you don't have to pay a lot if they're local to you or even when you're out somewhere and you're like, hey, let's just research and go to the strawberry festival in florida or whatever if there you're you there go. you know or old man's cave which i don't know if we've we've never covered no. yet on the show but yeah we haven't it's yet. actually quite the quite the experience around here well even on show 100 you know 100 shows ago we covered um dawes arboretum and i'm sure if anyone's been around here I think the people, the local people know about it, but it's one of those places that, man, you really don't look for those places if you're going to go to a vacation, you know, to check out. You know what, too? Another one that is still popping up, uh, and I see it on a regular basis, it gets regular hits, are the reformatory shows. Oh, yeah. And so, in case somebody hasn't listened to those, that the reformatory shows would basically be the Mansfield Reformatory in Mansfield, Ohio, and they actually filmed uh, Shawshank Redemption there. 
along with portions of Air Force One, I think Tango and Cash. So um, it was quite a unique tour. We, I'd like to go back sometime and do a video tour of the whole thing. Oh, well, so, we've got the GoPro that we could borrow now. So, yeah, yeah. that we would took, be I think awesome. I took the 200 pictures on that trip. Yes, yeah. When we went, but but that that is those are a couple of the some of the most uh, popular shows that we have. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, that's good, and I hope people continue to enjoy those. Um, but I, I say that all to say that yeah, that's kind of what we've kind of also been doing. You know, it's um, the show is something we we love Disney. We obviously, if you listen to the show, you you know that by now. But I love the fact that we took the time to go to Universal. We're taking the time to check out these other places. Um, we're going, I went to Boston. The stuff I experienced at Boston, I shared with everybody about the culture of Boston, Washington, Washington D.C., New York, New York, and yeah. anything um, in between that you might randomly cover uh, or something. Chicago's coming up, so. Okay, cool. I'll be in Chicago here uh, next month. Yeah. So... so Anyway, I didn't know what, what direction else you wanted to talk about. No, that, that's, that's good. I, I like the fact that, yeah, you kind of took a broad broad form, too, so that we're not just talking Disney. Um, yeah, I mean, and like I say, you know, when I, I think we even spoke about New York. At the time, I did the same thing with New York. I was looking for cheaper ways to get through New York, like the all-day uh, uh, subway pass, which was like fourteen twenty-five then. They've, of course, discontinued that now and gone to where um, – you have to pay for so many rides a day. Uh, but at that time, you know, it was a cheap way to go. Uh, I think uh, I even spoke at that time about uh, ways to get there, and that was trying to get on a, maybe a bus line that rides and does an overnight service out of your town. We happen to have a couple of those here local to us. Yeah, So cool. Um, yeah, yeah. And so obviously the shows will continue in that route, especially – um, if Disney, as Disney, obviously there are shows out there that just cover Disney only, and they can continue to go because Disney has so much information to cover that you'll just, you could go on forever in terms well, of yeah, that. And it's yeah, it's expanding. Yeah. Since it's changing all the time, there's always more stuff to cover. Yeah. Um, and and we, I think we've done a good job of that, uh, even with Disney, of covering uh, what the park is about, the parks are about. And outside the parks are about. Um, we've also done a pretty good job of covering the cost side of it, whether it's expensive or whether you're trying to do it on a very limited budget. Um, th that's what I like about our shows. Plus, we give the experience of the audio and yeah. very vi with video sometimes that we've released and our Flickr site that you know we always. I don't even know if we've even said that in a long time. When we do a show, if there, if we have pictures that that will correspond to that show on our Flickr site, we push those to the front of the pack. And so then you can actually listen to the show and follow along a lot of times through the pictures. Yeah. Yeah, definitely good good pointers to put out there. Um, in fact, maybe we should post that to Twitter more often so people can get a get a feel for Flickr and what's going on and yeah. stuff like that. So, yeah. Yeah, I had, had slowed down on Twitter only because it was becoming a, uh, a, a spammer slam for a yeah. lot of people yeah. i read that recently and i thought ah, i don't want to create problems for people and so when i was putting the links up on twitter before i was always putting the download and stream links so because i understood if you're on your phone or a mobile device you want those links so you don't you know if you don't want to go through itunes and have to download it every time then you can just click on it and listen to it right you can't do the download through your phone but you could click on it and listen to the stream right. straight through your phone Right, exactly. Yeah, so. Okay, um, what, one last thing I was thinking of, it's sort of what Roy and I talked about. Um, I don't know if we said this wording, but uh, if you guys know and hear about us, yeah, life goes on, and unfortunately, stuff happens in your life. Uh, colds happen, babies are born, uh, there's deaths in your family, and you just kind of move through them. Our goal on this show is to just be as transparent and authentic as possible. We are not here to sell you something. We're just here to have fun. We're here to hopefully give you a light in your week. Uh, I know that there's been moments that I thought, man, that was not a good experience, but I don't want to focus on that on the show. I want to focus on the good stuff. Um, 
there's actually a radio show I listen to quite often. It's a sports radio show, but they are constantly negative because all they do is they say it's the truth, but they really just focus on whatever the the easiest thing to focus on is the negative. I mean, oh yeah, it's what sells. It's what sells. It's what the media says, you know, and it oftentimes is hard to focus on the positive because let's face it, sometimes the positive is not a great big deal. It's just something that's there. But I don't know. Sometimes if you focus on the positive, you realize things and you're like, oh, that is a good place to eat. Or, oh, that is a good tip to try when you're in the Magic Kingdom or something like that. So, Yeah, hence the reason instead of just saying it's too expensive to get a family of four to Disney, we keep chugging along trying to find a less, lesser way to get them there. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's it. <laughs> or to it's anything true. that we do. Uh, we always try to enter at it, uh, not because it's work, but because because we always have to look for the cheapest way to do this stuff ourselves. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's true. it. We don't have a budget. Uh, like a lot of people, there are a lot of podcasters out there that seem to have uh, plenty of money. I don't know. Or I don't know. But they seem to obviously have a lot more money than we seem to have to spend to do things. But uh, well, I think uh, a lot of them have ins to get big discounts for themselves to get in, yeah. and so they don't yeah. have they don't have the real uh, you know an authentic way to get in like a normal person would. You know what I'm right. saying? Yeah. So like they get a half off at this dining restaurant, so they'll go there, and it's a five hundred dollar uh, you know for a bunch of people to go. It's five hundred bucks. Yeah, or like whatever, the spa you know. Experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What they don't spa, tell you exactly when spa. Yeah, what they don't tell you when they're recommending the spa experience at uh, uh, Swan and Dolphin is that they actually got the spa experience for free, so that they would advertise it. Yeah. So it's a lot of that kind of stuff, and we're not doing that. Yeah. Nobody's offering us anything. <laughs> not to say that it wouldn't be great, but I, I'm, you know, that's not happening in our lives. So. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, I just wanted to, the most of all, the personal aspect of the fact that, you know, whatever, man, we're just here trudging along in life. And first off, thanks so much for listening. Yes, this is so awesome that you're hearing this stuff. And we are so grateful for you guys. Um, there's a list of people I could think of right now to, to list off. But, you know, um, I'm just you grateful. I have to say something. And I, I've heard many podcasters say, if you kind of get to know your community with people that listen to your show or that you listen to a show with, that you always have friends in the parks. And I just, it keeps coming back to me, and, and I just wanted to say it before I forget it again, that it truly does work. Because this last trip, some of, probably the best morning that I had, I hung out with Bob. Oh, yeah. <laughs> For four hours, Bob and I showed up and did the extra magic hour, and then up until about noon in Magic Kingdom. And it was honestly some of the best times that I've had in a long time, really, in the parks. Best time, definitely, though, I had on this last trip. Yeah. So it, it works. Uh, I would recommend that to people, uh, especially if you, you, know, you somewhat get to know them. Uh, it's a blast to just have somebody to kind of hang out with sometimes and, and run around. Yeah, yeah. And Bob's also been a, a big advocate for uh, letting us know, you know, hey, you guys forgot about this on the show or don't forget about that. or, And he's, of course, DVC, so he can... Fill us, fill us in. It's like, oh, yeah, we he, forgot about that. He's or just so detailed. He's so detailed, uh, and so are you. I'm not. I'm. <laughs> I pretty much gloss over things pretty quickly. Um, he's so detailed. I've got some video that I'll be putting up of him showing me the uh, how each one of the things in the haunted mansion queue works. Oh, okay. And I definitely want to put it up. I had no idea how the stuff worked, and Bob just stepped right up there and went at it. Cool. Uh, it was a blast. It was a blast. Awesome. So, well. Maybe we'll have to cover that on a show very recent, so or very yeah. very close, so that we don't do that. So yeah. All right. Well, uh, I just wanted to. I think we should put out some thank yous. Um, I have. I don't have a list, but I wanted to say thanks to some people. Do you have anything else you want to talk about in terms of what what we're doing on the show and stuff? No, no. I think I think we've covered it. Okay. Well, I think the biggest thank you. Uh, my wife won't listen to this because she doesn't listen to our shows. <laughs> I know neither does mine unless I make her. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Did I say that right? Can you listen to this one segment? Yeah. Um, exactly. Actually, she enjoys it when I show her, but she kind of laughs at me on other times. But I, 
my biggest thank you is out to my wife for all the stuff that I deal with. Obviously, you've heard live audio in the parks, and I can think back of one of the funniest things that makes Doug, Doug laugh the, the most. <laughs> I don't you know, you it's, yeah. it's it's when I'm talking to the recorder in the parks, and she's standing next to me, and she's like, what did you say to me? <laughs> uh, so, yep. And I think we've already had a laugh about that on other shows. But, uh, yeah, we just, have. Just that fact, and obviously, um, I've made... I made some um, adjustments and things. I don't carry the recorder with me when we go on vacations anymore. She doesn't like that. And uh, oh, and we've covered the majority of the parks, so I don't have to do that anymore. But there are moments when I'm like, you know, um, I'm so grateful for having my wife who's understanding of what I want to do and how much fun I want to have and, and understands that we re- we're reaching out to people just to help them out. And she has been a supporter from the beginning from this. And so anyway, that's, that's one person I definitely want to thank. So, well, that's a big deal. <laughs> yeah. I mean, because without their support, yeah, this would not be, this would be a lot more difficult than it is. Yeah. So, uh, other than that, you know, there's a ton of people I could probably list off, um, but I think the the biggest thing is to thank thank everybody who's been listening to us. Um, uh, some of you have reached out to us, uh, obviously listeners like Bob. Uh, so much, Bob. I know you're probably listening. Thanks so much for everything. Uh, we'll try to keep continuing on. Uh, appreciate any feedback you want to continue sending us, and everybody else who's just. Uh, ravagely listening to us however they are i know there's somebody sent a, submitted us something on itunes that was a runner they they must run and listen to us and and yeah so yeah that well uh, wait now who's it jay darling also we gotta give a shout out to jay darling yeah because we have actually heard from her at several points yeah so facebook a, and uh, went away. email yeah. and uh yeah she's over on the west coast uh, in fact, we may get some info from her. Uh, we still got to figure out if we're going to do a Disneyland show, more Disney stuff from over there. Um, I would love to go out there myself, so we'll see. Yeah, but she she has a good uh, insight into what's going on in Disneyland. I know we tend to focus on Walt Disney World because it's in the East Coast over here with us. Um, but anyway, we may. But thanks for her um, and everybody else who's submitted stuff on iTunes and everything else. So, but all right, all right. Well. Yeah, that's show two hundred. Okay, cool. Well, uh, yeah, there you go, guys. Uh, sorry, it's not what you thought it was going to be. Unfortunately, I still have the pumpkin juice from uh, Universal Studios. Maybe, maybe I'll use stream that something with Doug when he gets better, and uh, I'll save it or something for a special occasion. Either he'll do that or he'll use stream it from my funeral. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. Your funeral that's going to be in the Magic Kingdom. There we go. <laughs> yep, right up in front of the uh, uh, Cinderella's castle. They're gonna yeah, really. Put me to rest. In the Utilidors, they'll throw me down there. <laughs> throw you down there yeah. through the trash compacting system. That's it. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Stuff me in a trash can. And suck oh. me down through. Wow. <laughs> anyway. So yeah. anyway, uh, yeah. Um, I I don't even know what else to say. <laughs> I know. I usually do that to you. So it's good. After 200 shows, I'm still able to uh, leave you speechless. Yeah. Seriously. <laughs> Seriously. Well. All right. All right. Well, All right. Cool. Well, I'll take a we'll take a break here, and then I'll just close out the show uh, after I recover from a break to figure out what I'm gonna say next. All right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. All right, everybody. So, uh, yeah, that wraps up show 200. There you go. That gives kind of the idea that I was trying to address at the beginning of the show. I didn't know how to describe it, but but there you go. I think you get a good idea what we were talking about. All right, so there's one last thing I wanted to do. Um, yeah, we're closing out the show here, and uh, we'll, we'll figure out what we're doing next week. But I wanted to... Um, it's kind of fun, but I wanted to play some clips of kind of a compilation of what we talked about and just some audio of stuff that we've captured on past shows. So here is about a two-minute uh, clip segment. Uh, you'll catch sort of where we're at in most of these places, but some of them you may not, especially the one with the, uh, well, you'll hear it, the space shuttle. When the space shuttle is launching, you'll hear that clip. It's a little longer. And, and then, of course, you'll hear from Bob, and you'll hear the clip that Doug and I were referring to where I was talking to the mic in the park. And my wife's like, are you talking to me? So, yeah. All right. So there it is, everybody. I'll play this and then I'll play the show out and finish the show. So thanks so much for listening. We'll catch you next week. Thanks. Bye. Hi, Doug and Adam. This is uh, Bob. 
folks. Welcome aboard the Walt Disney World Railroad. We're now beginning a grand circle tour around the Magic Kingdom. To make your rocket ship fly higher, pull back on the control lever in front of you. To descend, just push the control lever forward. Thank you. Pilots, prepare for liftoff. Greetings, everyone, and welcome to Disney's Animal Kingdom. An exciting expedition into wild places and wildlife is about to begin. Please gather personal belongings from the pouch in front of you and remain seated until the rover comes to a complete stop. Me too, Minnie. Come on, everybody. <laughs> Between Adventureland and Frontierland. This podcast has been brought to you by theseamazingplaces.com. Copyright 2012. Thanks for listening.